All right. Well, hello. This is Anna Poirier from Yoga Body Nutrition, and I am here with Jessica today, who I'm going to be supporting in gaining some deeper insights and awarenesses and tangible tools around her life's path. We'll be using her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Jessica. Great to have you. Thanks, Anna. I'm excited. Yay. Um, so I do, we do know each other already, but um, what I'd love for you to just like tell a little bit about kind of who you are and what you do. Okay. So I'm a massage therapist, a body worker, esthetician. I've been practicing for about 17 years. Um, I feel like I'm kind of in a situation right now um, where usually I really have a goal and like to strive towards thing and things. And right now um, that's all out of my control. So perfect time to get my, my chart, <laughs> my chart done and get a little bit of maybe clarity I'm hoping for. Awesome. Um, and would you say that you have any specific, like specific questions or does it just kind of like, let's just go in and see what we find? Well, if you want me to get really in depth, is that, is that okay? What's that? It, it, can I go ahead and get pretty in depth right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share, share, share what you want to share. That's great. Sure. Yeah. So basically I'm 42 years old, single, never married, no children. I kind of did things backwards, traveled the world, lived my life to the fullest, grew to the person that, you know, I want to be more that amazing shining person at the end of the tunnel. And so now I'm kind of just feeling like, all right, what is my life's purpose? I feel like some kind of shift is coming and it's kind of, hard for me to decide which direction to go. Um, being 42, single, I know that I want a child and I'm very much on the fence right now about doing uh, like an artificial uh, insemination with the full embryo. And so um, it's heavy on my plate because that mm. is all on my own, but I know in my heart and my soul that that's what I want. I'm so back and forth with that. Um, I live in Pacific Grove where it's very expensive to live and I have to work a lot to support myself. So I'm like, okay, can I do this on my own being there with no family? Of course I can do anything. However, it will be challenging. And I know that, but during the shelter in place, I've been staying with my family near Sacramento and I absolutely don't love the area. I'm very fearful that if I were to move here, there's not a lot of like-minded people. Um, however, I would have the support of family. Um, so that's kind of where I'm really hung mm -hmm. up on. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the older I get, the more I learn about myself, I have begun to know myself more and love myself more, but I just know that I want a child. And, you know, when you discuss it with other people, you get the, well, you're just being selfish. You just want that to fulfill your need. And I don't feel like that. I feel like I have so much love to give and like, I want to share that with someone. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I'm really kind of, of hung up on. I've been dating on and off and not finding the perfect mate and I feel like I'm just dating people I typically probably wouldn't in order to fulfill this um 
you know, partner to have a child with and to do all of that with. And that's not what I want to do either. I don't want to just grab someone because it's convenient to have a baby. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I'm going to, sorry, um, I was going to ask you a question about that, which is, you know, uh, because uh, this reading doesn't, well, I, I always like to say like, we don't look specifically at like, relationships but it's your life path and mm -hmm. and and what i would ask you is if you've had any ideas around like what you know the child thing is big and so that i you know and hopefully through understanding some aspects of yourself a little bit better through this that might become a little more apparent of of maybe getting confirmation or or whatever um but in regards to like your kind of purpose or have you had any uh ideas or thoughts that just well, kind of feel resonant yeah i mean i definitely feel like i'm a healer and that is my path um I want to do body work and, and that type of work until I can't anymore. So I know that that's definitely my purpose. My purpose is to, to help others. And I love helping others. Like I really, really do. Um, but still at the end of the day, there's this like little bit of lacking and I can't pinpoint it. Now, before that bit of lacking was a big kind of big dark circle, big dark mm -hmm. hole. I can say maybe like in my stomach, it's getting smaller, smaller, smaller. So I know that I'm on the right direction, but there's still something that I just can't, I don't know. It's like, I can't mm -hmm. figure out what it is <laughs> or where I'm supposed to be. And it's like, I've traveled and lived in so many different places. And yet, you know, I'm realizing wherever you go, there you are. The place isn't what's going to make you happy. It's, it's the healing, you know, and getting to that, that space that I want to be, that that's going to create the happiness for me, right? But I don't know what that is. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, let's, let's go into your chart and just look at it from this lens of, you know, the life path lens and, and just see what happens here. So. Okay. All right. Well, you, you are, I mean, I think you're familiar with what your sun sign is, which is Scorpio. And, um, you know, and I, you probably even kind of relate to yourself or relate, yeah, relate to yourself, relate to the traits of Scorpio, like inside of yourself, which is, you know, Scorpio being the detective, they have an intensity to them. They're intelligent, definitely intuitive. Um, passionate, emotional, love digging deep, like, you know, not into superficialities and masks and like, you know, getting into the deeper realms of like, what, what, where did this come from? <laughs> right. And, and there's a spirituality and uh, a rebelliousness. And I thought because they're ruled by Pluto, I also see like, there's like transformation. It's like, let's dig under the surface and find out what's there. And like, ultimately for this transformation. Right. Um, so when we look at it from life path, then this isn't necessarily what others see in you at right away. It's like your magic fairy dust. 
that you sprinkle throughout it like it's it's just like a little dusting of something that an energy that's there you have also some other scorpio in um in your chart so it might be a little you know stronger magic fairy dust <laughs> that you have than you know if it was just your sun sign but it's definitely there it's just not kind of what others see right away and what you lead with um wait so what are you saying others aren't what i what it's not what it's, is not what I it's not the scorpio like the, the qualities of scorpio are not mm -hmm. always like how others see you okay. okay that's more you relate to that okay. you like read about scorpio you're like i'm totally yeah totally that but it's it's like more of a um more of a, a dusting that gets sprinkled throughout whether it's your relationships your communities your work um and it's and we'll see how that kind of weaves into um okay. from this perspective so when we look at your rising sign um this is actually where we this is how other people see you um they even admire this and want more of it from you this is considered like your life path the problem you're here to solve and you have that in Capricorn um, so Capricorns are like and you even said it at the very beginning um, that usually you have a goal and you strive and you strive towards it totally that's Capricorn um, right like got a goal I got it I'm gonna climb the mountain till I get to the top bam mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so and they can you know they from like a I, sometimes I like relate it to the corporate place of they, they're, um, they're the CEO, kind of like the supervisor, like, um, and it just might be the CEO and the supervisor of your own life path. You know, we can use that metaphorically. Um, there's a structure, there's status involved here, like Capricorn's involved with status, overachiever, ambitious. Uh, calm, cool, and collected. So they like not, not always um, showing emotions, kind of like poker face. Um, okay. And, and that there is this, so Capricorn is the ram or yeah, the ram, the goat, whatever. But what often isn't depicted when, we, when uh, people talk about astrology and Capricorn is that they have like a little fin on that. There's a little fin in the back, which relates to these deeper, more hidden emotions. Um, so there's a water, a little bit of water quality there inside of this earth sign. And what that means is that you have the capacity to like understand pain on a very deep level. Um, but it's not what you usually show. Um, so we're gonna we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this. And as I move through, uh, the idea is to kind of weave things in. But like this is, you know, some of these qualities of the, you know, the the structure, the ability, the ambitiousness that you have is what draws others to you um, and that they may want to understand more of. Um, I'm gonna go into your moon. Um, the moon the moon is you know your emotions. Um, 
when we look at it here, it's also like your emotional motivation. So that if your moon isn't feeling taken care of, you this is a place where you kind of get stuck. Um, and, you know, maybe even, so you have it in Taurus. Um, and I would say like, is in Taurus. Your moon is in Taurus. Yeah. Okay. And then my rising is in Capricorn. Yes, exactly. So you have um, more earth energy here and Taurus. So Tauruses are also, I mean, there's like, you know, when we look at Capricorn, like Tauruses are also like, okay, the plan and they're, they're pretty hardworking, but they want like when they've, okay, I've done all this work now. I want to like relax, sit back and just enjoy, you know, like they kind of want that reward. They crave that reward. There's a, there's a beauty, a sensuality to Taurian energy. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Um, so this is a place where, like I said, and some of the, the, um, the places where if a Taurus is feeling a little not like they're not taking care of themselves because this is like a lot about like not kind of caring for that Taurus moon, then there you might be feeling stubborn, stuck, even argumentative and like unmotivated because of that, that moon thing. Um, when I, when I look at this, it's like, how do you, how do you, what kind of, self-care what kind of practices do you need to put in on a regular basis um, to kind of keep yourself on track and to keep yourself motivated and to like care for your emotional self and so with Taurus like regularly I would say getting it like going to the spa which may not be economically or even physically feasible right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but that kind of idea of like a luxurious experience, which you could totally create for yourself. Um, and I would even say like having this luxurious, luxurious, having these luxurious sensual experiences that might involve even like beauty and nature. Okay. Like art is really big for Taurus too. Mm -hmm. So like to kind of get yourself fed in that respect, um, you know, whether it's creating a little luxury facial experience for yourself at home while we can't go anywhere else and get that done. Um, um, Get getting, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just like, okay, since we, you know how crazy I am of a worker, right? Mm-hmm. Has not been working. I'm like, I don't want to look like that anymore at all. Like mm-hmm. I've just like doing hikes every day or mountain biking, just like doing mm-hmm. self I'm like, okay, I could just do this. So now I'm struggling with that. It's like, I don't, think I can go back to working away. You know what I mean? That I right. So, which is, I mean, in that way we go, okay, this is good. It's like, it's like showing you some stuff, right? It's showing you some stuff. And I think probably now more than ever, your Taurus moon is like getting well taken care of. And it's like, what? 
It's happy, but then there goes the question like, okay, well, then what do you do? Yeah, well, and that's where um, you, I, you know, I feel like when you, it, it's kind of like you're, um, at this point, you get to create, okay? Like you get to create this. You get to create because that's, um, and I think this is going to be a time too to like dive into that back fin of the Capricorn, that, that like deep emotional place. And it's not that like, you know, you do, you've done, you, you do and have done a lot of personal growth and all of that, but like kind of just, maybe it's writing, maybe it's just kind of like letting it rain. Like you don't have to be all like intense about it and be like, okay, let's dig up this stuff. You know, um, at the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then I went through like a week of just like, right? Like not comfortable in my own skin. And now I'm just like, you know what? I have got to give it up. I've got to give it to the universe because I have no control really over anything right now. You know what I mean? As far as um, like work or, or that aspect, like it had to literally get taken away from me to right. let it go. Right. Right. And so what I would invite you to, but okay. So here, here, here's another, like a piece of the puzzle. And I know that your moon isn't necessarily in Capricorn, but it's in Taurus and you have some Capricorn going on here. Um, that you, when you go into that kind of melancholic place, and, and so this is, this is partly, this is for you, but this is also for your, ser you know, your service, your work, your path, as far as like being able to bring this out and um, have it be part of what you do, um, part of the healing that you offer, is, is acknowledge that melancholy, not as like, um, I mean, I, you know, I think you don't want to get stuck in it but that it's actually can be a place of creative genius for you. Mm -hmm. And that that is something when you kind of understand it and maybe go, so you said like, oh my God, you know, I've, I, was, I was feeling all this emotion around this and, um, and then, you know, I let it go. But like you could also, you could, you know, certainly do that and give it up. And at the same time, be like, well, what's coming up for me? And, and in that surrender, what creative ideas and geniuses start to percolate in that place, from that place? Um, because when, you know, prior to this time, you were definitely stuck in that Capricorn, like work, 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 work. I'm going to keep going. I'm gonna, I got the goal and then here I go. And there was no, I mean, I don't know, you can tell me, but there may have been no room for that. Like, oh, okay. I'm, you know, I, like just, I feel it. No, okay. it was constant right? static energy. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that, that's, you know, the gift of what you can play with right now, while at the same time being able to 
enjoy and, and nurture these emotions too with these like luxurious slash sensual, you know, beauty outdoors, which you've been doing. So I, you know, there's, there's a bit of a, like a creative um, time that's percolating here. Um, and let's go into some of the other aspects and see what, you know, just like see what's here, right. As we, as we investigate. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to say there. And, and one other thing I'll put on, on that too is, is there's going to be, because there is a certain conventionality with both Taurus and Capricorn. There's a conventional Scorpio. No. So this is where you can like call on your Scorpio a little bit more, but there's a certain convention that comes along with that. And the reality is that things need to be different. Things are going to need to be done differently now. So wait, can I just question on that? Yep. So, Scorpio, I'm very like ooh, all over the place, right? And like not conventional, I would yep. say. So I've been feeling more conventional lately. <laughs> so that would be why that is, correct? Yeah. And is and- that sense? Yeah, I right exactly, and I would say that part of that is is um, you know it's interesting. Part of that is like old structures have like literally just imploded or <laughs> exploded or whatever. The like, the current structures just yeah. like bam right. So even though you have that free spiritedness that you've infused into your life, mm-hmm. I feel like you've also been building within the old structures of, mm-hmm. of life, which now we don't know what they're going to look like moving forward. So, so that's, I think that's where you, you've maybe like withdrawn a little bit more into that conventionality, which isn't a bad thing, but that could be like a reactivity of that you were, you felt good with like the conventionality that the structures, I'm going to call it even the structures of your life as they were, that was comfortable. And so you could be kind of free spirited inside of those structures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just inviting you to like feel, see, feel into and explore that things might not be exactly as they were. Uh, they probably will never be exactly as they were, but you know, so what is that going to look like? So it's just, it's going to be some exploration and hopefully as we go, you know, more into this, that might present itself. So. Of course. And I think that's why I'm feeling so crazy and scared because like there is a shift coming and I feel it and it's just like, ah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. already here but you know what I mean (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely um so uh next thing we'll look at is Saturn which Saturn uh your Saturn is ruled by Leo or you have your Saturn in Leo and Saturn's all about discipline it's a father figure he's all about the plan um this is also kind of like where the monetary reward comes in because um in looking at it from this perspective of the life path, it's like when you're satisfying Saturn, like when you kind of have the conversation, your Leo and your Saturn have the conversation of like, 
okay, what's the plan? What I want to, you know, I want to know how you're using the, the strengths of Leo or what have you to move forward, then um, there's, there's that idea that this is where the monetary aspect can come in. So um, Leo is ruled by the sun, really charismatic, definitely has a leadership quality to them, a warmth, um, kind of a performer and like shot, you know, self-expressing from the heart, uh, can be in the spotlight. Like they're also can have a tendency towards perfectionistic, definitely have some of that overachieving quality mm -hmm. to them. Um, creative. And so what I see here, so like that's the key word because some of these other words have already come into play with who you are, but one of the features or a couple of the features is the charisma, the creativity, and also there's a childlike quality, like a playfulness to Leo mm -hmm. and a courage, Leo the lion, that courageousness. So it's like, how do you take some of this as you're moving forward, creating your plan? And I mean, I said it earlier, like, there's there you kind of have to like go okay creatively how do i bring forth what it is that i want to bring forth now you're doing a little bit of that with even like around the child thing of like what's my creative plan here how do i how do i um work towards this goal that is really important to me mm -hmm. um like and ends right now on a <laughs> What say that again? Five creative plans right now. You have five creative plans. <laughs> are they well? Um, are they all personal? Are they professional and personal, or what's? Um, well, I mean, it's all based around doing massage, but it's like, okay, do I stay living where I live and do massage, or do I move here to where my family is? And I have a friend who has a place here that I could work for um, and then eventually start my own thing. Um, and then I'm also exploring the Grass Valley area for some places there. Or on the other hand, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I just take two years off and don't work and focus on the baby thing. So I've got, okay, maybe four plans. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yes, a lot of them sound fairly location dependent in some ways. So I think, I think ultimately that, you know, that's just, you kind of, there's, there's one plan, but with three different locations, if, if you. Yeah. Yeah. So basically yeah. the baby is the central of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, so, you know what, I guess I kind of actually already made up my mind that I'm going to do that and then everything will just fall in place around it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So with, with that, that's kind of cool to have that realization, right? And I think that really grounds you in a plan. <laughs> and, and like now, you know, how to move forward. And if we look further down the line, some of these aspects, as far as how, you know, being rewarded monetarily um, and we'll look at your career and we'll look at kind of your 
um, your North and South node and stuff like that, that you keep that in mind as you take that next step. Cause I think this is great in just knowing, okay, that's where I want to progress forward. That's what's important to me. Um, and then going from there. So keep, just keeping in mind that this Saturn relationship of like creativity, you know, let, infusing some play into the plan, which means, well, I guess it doesn't mean definitively. One way, one way to look at it is that there, um, that there's a certain courage in stepping forward into the plan and then also being open to the creative play of the, th of how things line up. Right. So like stepping into it, knowing that that's what you want. And then yeah. Kind of yeah. Place and stop trying to control everything, right? Trusting the draw of the heart, which is what Leo um, kind of rules is the heart. So it's mm -hmm. like, so trusting that draw of the heart and then moving forward. And I, you know, from this perspective, we can look at it as like, that's where Saturn's going to go. Great. Yep. Okay. You know, that's where you're going to be rewarded down the line. Um, you're going to be rewarded down the line if you trust the draw of the heart. Yeah. And just, you know, allowing yourself to be, to, to cultivate that create, that creative plan and that creative vision as you move right. forward. Certainly not traditional the way that. No, you know. not at all. Not at all. No, but I'm just emphasizing that. I'm just right. emphasizing that. Even in the, from the perspective of, you know, yeah, just, I'm just emphasizing it. And that's, that's all to kind of keep that in mind. Um, okay. Let's talk about, I'm just going to touch on your Midhaven, which is your career. Um, and it's your public image. Um, it, kind of like the, the yeah, it's your, we'll just say it's your public image. You have, your Midhaven is in Scorpio. Um, that means that that's the most predominant in that, right? Yeah, that actually, yeah. So Midhaven is is typically like, it's, it's associated with your 10th house and that is ruled. So it's, yeah. And it's a kind of a line in your, in your chart that is associated with your 10th house and yours is in Scorpio is what that means. Um, and so that, you know, Scorpio, we talked about that. There's, there's, there's the depth, there's the digging deep there. And what I see from, from the perspective of like career, um, and public image, it's like midwifing real transformation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, and this is just something to, uh, because again, as I move through some other aspects, these are some ways to just start to drill down into like, ultimately who you'll be working with, um, how you'll be working, um, and just kind of like different focus spots to keep in mind okay. as you create. Um, and yeah, and that, and that, I think I'm just going to leave it at that right now. Um, when you're saying midwife real transformation to just really like nurture that transformation. Like you're almost, it's almost like part, your path is to midwife real transformation inside of your clients, your, you know, community, um, all of that. I'm going to talk, I, I, 
when we talk about your 12th house, then this is sort of like the archetype of who you have your community of who you're here to serve, yada, yada. Um, and then I'll kind of circle back around for a moment on that um, to give you sort of a better idea or tie it together, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so you have your North node. I'm going to go into that before I go there. Your North node is your challenge. It's your destiny. Um, you have that in Libra. And opposite that is your south node, and that's in Aries. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and how we look at this relationship is your south node is your natural gifts. And this is where you just might more organically operate from without always even thinking about it. It's not the challenge, right? Like the north node is where you get a little challenge to move towards, towards your destiny. Um, and Aries are, Aries is the solo star. Aries mm -hmm. has big ideas. They're a pioneer. They're independent. Um, you know, and all those things where you're like, no, I'm totally independent. No, I'm totally you know, like, that is your Aries. That's your Aries South node, your gifts, uh, mm -hmm. courageous, fiery. Um, they're, they can be blunt. Um, and sometimes even kind of egotistical, like it's all about me. Um, I'm not saying always, but there, there can be that there's, they're energetic, they're enterprising. Um, they can real, they're great at getting other people excited about their big ideas. <laughs> so these are, these are all skills, gifts that you have, right? Um, my gifts are in Aries. That's what you're saying. Yes, exactly. But what we do when we look at the North and South node is, is, in order to kind of evolve um, into your challenge and into your destiny is like, how do we now take that and move it into Libra, which is Libra is not the solo star. She's the best supporting actress. Um, mm -hmm. She's about beauty. She's about harmony. She's about partnerships, about collaboration, taking the big ideas mm -hmm. and the enterprising skills into collaborative endeavors and into mm -hmm. partnership. Um, and I think also, you know, yeah, so one of the big things too is, and, you know, this is interesting what you're stepping into. Um, you know, it's not necessarily career-wise, but it's, it's life path-wise of looking at um, having, you know, having a child and, and one of the, I think one of the challenges um, that this North Node is presenting you with is how do you balance being the solo star with that supporting actress role of being a part of a collaborative effort um, and like getting a quote team for yeah. the big ideas of, right. of Aries get so that you don't have to do all because Aries is not like, oh my God, I want to do all these freaking tedious tasks to like bring this into fruition. Um, and I kind of see that stepping into moving forward with having the baby on your own, which is, you know, Aries, but moving closer to family where you have your team. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of seeing support there. And then I think you can also bring this more into 
um, the like ultimately like the career path too of like how do you balance those two things? How do you work more infuse more collaborative types of um, operating, you know, and not get too stuck in like the doing it all yourself. So basically with the South node and the mm -hmm. node. So we're trying to get the Aries more into the Libra. Yep. Yeah. Like, mer like kind of merging them, like having them work, you like taking those skills, taking those gifts and then elevating them through that challenge of the North node. Um, yeah, so that's, um, yeah, I, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, so that can like pertain to relationships and everything as well. For sure. And, and so it's, it's like that some of the challenge too, will be retaining your independence within partnership. Um, you know, really conscientiously, uh, you know, being aware of cooperation and compromise, you know, inside of that, uh, because your natural tendency might be to, even though you're like, you like, you probably are like, I so want that. I so want that partnership, but mm -hmm. it's just having the awareness of how to merge or have them work harmoniously together is your challenge. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I feel like even in relationships, because I feel like now that you've described it, I feel so Aries. Yep. As soon as it's close into the mixing with the Libra, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Libra's all about relationships. Libra's, you know, yeah. Uh -huh. sure. Okay. Um, Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I'm going to go into um, your 12th house. And your 12th house is this, in Life Path, we consider it your karmic, client or karmic uh, audience community archetype but it's it's also very much about your limiting beliefs and your unconscious you know your unconscious your limiting beliefs and kind of your karmic debts and that this is in your 12th house you are working through your own all of this your own stuff through the work, the service that you bring for it, the path that you live in the world. Um, Say that again really quick. You are working. Yeah, so you're, you're working through your own, um, My own. Limit, your own limiting beliefs, your own karmic debts, your own, yeah. It's like, it's like a symbiotic relationship. Like as you're working with others, you are working on yourself. Okay. Um, and you have that in Capricorn. So what's interesting is that you have the same uh, life path rising, Capricorn, as you do your 12th house, which means um, that you're, you know, that archetype of who you're serving is um, also what they're seeing in you and what they're admiring in you and what they're wanting more of, which kind of makes sense, which is that, which is actually pretty, um, symbiotic given that, you know, and, and Capricorns are concerned with how, you know, 
the, they're, they're going to be like, oh, she's, she's a leader. She's got status. She's, you know, and I, and I don't, I mean this in a broader term than just really getting stuck in one way of looking at that. Uh, she's trustworthy. She's, um, realistic. She's a hard worker, you know, all of that. Um, but so they're going to be high achievers. They're going to be go-getters. Uh, maybe the, have that bit of poker face and not really show emotional, more stoic is how it, they're like definitely workaholics, um, career driven, sincere, determined, um, you know, all, all of that, um, maybe even prone to those melancholic moments, um, probably are prone to those melancholic moments. Um, so it is, you know, in looking at it from this perspective, it's so that it's, it's like really, especially when you have the same rising as your 12th house, it's like, oh yeah, of course you're going to be working through your own stuff as you're working with this archetype who is like very similar, very similar to you. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious, um, just as far as, especially in your own practice, like mm -hmm. if that at all, if you've noticed already, maybe that like your private clients, the ones who really gravitate to you are kind of fall into this archetype a little bit. Um, gosh, I, you know, it's hard to say Anna because I feel like I have such diverse group of mm -hmm. people and have such special connections with them. And they're all so different. Okay. Yeah, I really do. I mean, I'm going to think deeper on that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just, it's I mean, to play with. Now what, what I can kind of see as you're saying that is, I feel like a lot of people that I work with have suffered a lot and gone through a lot, a lot of pain. Like okay. And it's something, you know, like these may be 80-year-old people and I have no idea what that pain was, but there's something that resonates, you know, that we would probably have nothing in common, but there's this weird draw and pull of connection. Yes. And now that I think deep down that's what it is, even though it's unspoken. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's exactly, okay. And right. that's exactly it. You know that we're in um, recovery or suffered from something like that. Yeah. We're just pulled together and then like you realize. So yeah, even though, um, you know, they appear to be very different. Okay. So yes, thank you for making me realize that. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's important because like, you know, as you step more into that, um, it, I think it's going to help just kind of target yourself and, and, and allow yourself to stand out, you know, and, and have an understanding of who it is that you attract and if you're wanting to build something that's aligned and supportive of you and them, then you just have a deeper understanding of what that looks like, right? Like a deeper understanding though of what, what looks like. Of, of what you're, um, like who you're drawing in. Because at some point you're doing some kind of marketing, you're doing some kind of uh, attracting in of people. And so you can just use that as far as like languaging and have, you know, yeah. And, and one of the Capricornian things is like, they understand pain on a deep level. I mean, that was exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah, that's, so it's not that they all have to be like CEOs and like 
overachiever. Like some of them might be, some of them, you know, but there's also that common thread of understanding pain on a deep level, which you have. Right. And then they also do, but they're, you know, not, and this is where you can sprinkle your magic fairy dust of Scorpio of like, like being the midwife of real transformation for them through the work that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing that, you know, using that, uh, North Node challenge too of like making sure that you take into account like okay well do I have a team in some way am I collabor you know am I bringing in uh, healthy supportive collaborations into the bigger mix whether you're working you know with others in some capacity whether you have a network um, somehow uh, yeah. Just all of that. Okay. So uh, basically, I'm trying to do everything myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not going to be about, you can do it. I mean, that's your natural gift. You can do it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's no wonder. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is, this is using those skills of deeper transformation, Scorpio, uh, the emotions, so that you know, hopefully, they can have that um, em- embracing of the melancholy, the pain, as a place for their own transformation, their own creative genius. Um, and and I mean, I think what you have been doing, which is supportive, like be, ha- giving them the ability, offering them the, be- the ability to slow down and enjoy the senses more too, which is also another Libran thing of like enjoying the sen- their senses and, and, um, and maybe even be like, uh, you know, in, in the context of like a luxurious experience, which, you know, it is a sensual luxurious experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on how things evolve with the current state of affairs, I would continue to say um, that you allow that creative spirit to stay present if like, oh, well, the old way of doing this is not quite, it's not going to look exactly like it used to. I mean, you know, it may look pretty close, but it might, there might be some enough of a shift where you um, just have to stay open to that creativity. Right. Because we don't know now on yeah. a, with that uh, 12th house. Okay. So I can relate that to relationships in what aspects. So is that that basically like if I'm drawing those type of clientele, is that the same type of relationships that I'm drawing? You know, that's a little different. It's a, it's a little, I don't want to say it's completely different, but it, I, I feel that it is a little different, but I still think that it comes, it, it can come into play. Um, because obviously when you're like a healer and you're, you're living, a you know, your career path is very aligned with just like who you are. It's more than a job. Mm-hmm. Um, that it still filters in and I wouldn't discount it, but there's some other things that I think that come more into play and that's 
uh, not necessarily what we look at in this, you know, like getting that, that specific with it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my answer. <laughs> but I still think it comes, I still believe that it, it does come into play as far as, because obviously in our relationships, right, we are having a karmic relationship where we're healing and they're, and hopefully we're supporting their healing, right? Right. So. Wait, in ever so, okay. So like, I thought like a karmic relationship was just like, I feel like my last one was a karmic relationship where like it hit everything that I wanted to heal. Right. Um, like my most painful things. Um, but am I hearing you say like a karmic relationship is like a good thing? Well, it's, um, and let me say like the, 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 I, let's, let's say that it's when I say that in this, we can even use like the ideal, the ideal, uh, relation, the ideal client archetype or the, that ideal kind of, uh, community, whatever, like who you're serving. So, um, that working through the working through limiting beliefs and that that's not always easy. Right. No. So, um, and any relate, you know, relationships, intimate relationships are not always easy. It's not to say that you have to be, um, intensely hurt and all of that. No, we want to evolve out of that, but it's not always, you know, an easy path. The idea being that you continue to evolve and learn and grow. Um, but yeah, but again, I don't necessarily like use this specifically for intimate relationships. So I'm hesitant to like go super deep with that, but does that, does that kind of make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's where we can look at it. So, um, all right. I want to know if, um, this has tied anything together or like given you some clarity or even some ahas or anything like that? Well, you heard me answer like three. Oh, I already knew that, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was. I'll have to go back and listen. But, um, I mean, yes, it's like my, I am one to kind of never go with like the normal of what, you know, society thinks you're supposed to do. I follow my heart a lot. Um, however, this whole thing has been a very, you know, back and forth and back and forth. However, I've known in my heart what I want to do. And so it's basically just kind of um, affirming that, mm. you know, just right. to, to, to kind of, I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm trying to put myself out there more and just say okay how can this work who's willing to help me who of my family's willing to help me <laughs> you know, i'm calling people in the community that i don't even know like asking them random questions about jobs and about the community and where do i find like like-minded people here because it's um it's a very different town <laughs> mm -hmm. that i am not used to and and I struggle with that because I'm like, how am I going to live in a place like this? Well, I've traveled enough. I know enough. Um, I know who I am. And I guess you just take that bubble and surround yourself with it and find mm. the like-minded people you can. Um, 
So yeah. yeah, use that Libran North Node. Right. Um, I think, yeah, for right now, like I just, I have to hold on to what I know it is I want, right, in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Leo, what was it? Um, that was Saturn. Yeah, Saturn and Leo. Who, um, no, you said something. Trust the draw of the heart and you will be. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I just have need the courage. <laughs> I just need to do that. And, you know, um, none of us know what's going to happen right now. Mm-mm. Not a ton of plans or, or scheming that I can do, but I definitely have some you know, stuff mapped out. And I think the, the best thing I got out of it was just to, to follow my heart, regardless of what anyone's saying around me mm. or, whatever, you know, putting their opinions on me etc and just know that in my heart and that if that's truly what my heart believes and feels if that is meant to be then it will all fall into place somehow I don't have to know where I'm going to live I don't have to know where I'm going to work right and but I but I just want to acknowledge that that reaching out and that asking you know asking for support and that collaboration is you're moving into your challenge of the North Node in Libra. So that's, you know. Because I like to do things on my own. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, but in this situation, you can't, and this is going to be good. <laughs> I mean, good. But I don't think it would be pleasurable for myself or for any others around me. So, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, and I feel like that's part of the learning process too is like breaking down those walls that I have up and those barriers that I have up mm-hmm. so it's all it's all a beautiful thing that's happening I do feel like um and I think again the reason it feels so scary is because it feels so different for me yeah just to let go I'm always swimming up the stream I'm always yeah everything and analyze everything and why and now it's and just you, know, yeah. you gotta just let <laughs> And that's your Capricorn, darling. Like, you know, just a strong pull. Yeah. Structure, yeah. stability. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like you have a game plan. Um, would you I say? Have, yeah, I have somewhat of a game plan. However, <laughs> everything that's going on, um, you know, will definitely determine the, the other things. But, um, yeah, I have some some steps and some research and all that stuff that to get going on. Um, awesome. You know, and regardless, I have now two places to live. I have, <laughs> I have food. I have a lot of people around me. So yeah. all is well. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Anna. So how do I go back and listen to that again when I'm ready? Um, I will have to send it to you. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and it may, I'm hoping, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a slow ish process, but I'm hoping to get some out like today. Anywhere. So that's fine. Okay. (laughs) All right. So much on that. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. My dear. Thanks for sharing. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.